Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, what's the password? Why don't you love us? Yeah, why don't you love us back? Oh, well, that's the password. Why don't you love me? <laughs> why don't you love me? Beyonce! My name is Curly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to the, the Super, Super Secret Bestie, Bestie Club Podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things. Say super secret one more time. Super secret. Super secret. In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendships, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets. Today, we're going to be talking about unrequited love. Curly was a little suspiciously excited about oh, this episode. so excited. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought about it in traffic. I called you in the shower, literally dripping in water. And I was like, why don't we talk about unrequited love? What do you think? And they said, okay. Um, Look. Here's the thing. Okay. Um, according to la Google, la Google, la Google, um, unrequited love means something that is unreturned or unrewarded. And I'm like, ugh, is that my middle name? Like, I don't think that I've ever been loved back, to be honest. I feel like I live in unrequited, like I'm the queen of unrequited land, to be honest. I literally just had a conversation with one of my friends and I was like, I don't, I feel the same way. I don't feel like any of the people I've dated except for like one or two have ever loved me. Like, I don't think I've experienced that. Oh yeah. We were talking about, I feel like I've experienced love, but I find that most of the people that I have fallen in love with, it has been unrequited in the beginning. It has been like, I have, I'm the one that likes them first. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, I like you back. And I'm like, ugh. When it's too late. When it's too late. Aww. Or it's a thing of like, damn, I really like them. And they're like, I don't see you like that. You know what happens to me a lot, actually? Uh, a lot of guys will be like, I love you. I love you. But not like that. <laughs> <gasps> I want to yes. punch them in their faces. Story of you know my what? Life. Every time something happens like that with you, I legit get mad. Well, because it happens a lot, right? Like, I'll be like, oh, I really like this person. And they'll be like, oh, I love you. Like, of course. And I'm like. Because the reasoning 
for that is like dumb. And then when they do like you and then like they're ready for you or whatever, I'm like, you know what? No, like I'm in this, <laughs> like I'm in the relationship. But you see it happen to me, huh? It happens to me. Yes. And it's very messed up. I went through my breakup and you went through kind of your breakup when somebody didn't like you back and we were so sad i feel like the first time it's interesting too because as a queer person like you're never kind of you don't get to fall in love in public you don't get to do a lot of things and i think that the first time that i ever truly like fell in love i remember and we're good friends now his name is william moran shout out william moran i love him so much beautiful family beautiful wife beautiful children i was in love Like, in love. Every song that I heard. I was eight years old, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Every song that I heard, every poem, every movie, I was like, yeah, that's us. That's me. That's me and William Rand. And, of course, he's straight. Like, story of our life. Like, for a lot of queer people, like, no matter where you're on the spectrum, you're like, I love this person. You're like, oh, they're straight. Like, oh. And I think that that's kind of informed a lot of different relationships as I've grown up. Like, I've met a lot of people that I'm like, oh, my God, I love you. I think we'd be perfect. And I think we would make the best couple. And we would. And they're like, no, I'm whatever, whatever. You know, what is the ultimate story of unrequited love? Quasimodo and Esmeralda. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am Quasimodo. I'm Esmeralda. (laughs) I'm not even Quasimodo. I'm his hunchback. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Maybe that's bad to say. (laughs) Shout out to Hunchback. He's a fictional character. Fictional character. Um, Yes. But you know what? Just kind of like trying to figure out how to get this thing. And what happens with me, I want to figure this out. Like, it becomes a problem for me. Like, I'm going to figure this out. Like, you get a little bit, like, obsessive over it. I get a little obsessive. You want to get, like... A detective on it? Well, I don't know if it's like a detective and more about like, okay, I'm going to make them like, I'm going to make them want me. I'm going to make them like me. See, that feels very Aries to me. Really? Yeah. Like, I feel like I definitely go through that a lot. I all my entire life, you know, I've always felt like the underdog and like, Mm -hmm. I've always been friends with like, not the cool guys, but just a lot of guys who are like my best guy friends. And then I was friends with like the cool girls. And one time, um, his name was Brandon. I love you, Brandon. What's his last name? I'm not going to say it. Why? <laughs> okay, I I'll say know. it. Brandon Olive. Brandon Olive? Yeah. That's a hot name. Brandon Olive. We were best friends in high school. You know, he was telling me all of his issues and I would tell him all of my issues. And um, he was like this like... Uh, like emo heavy metal like rock guy who wore a black hoodie every single day oh, so and like cute. chunky like, hey. chunky um like black uh pants oh i thought we were gonna say chunky well, a little bit mm-hmm. um he had like a shaved head and a mohawk like nose ring lip ring How old earring. Was he? we were like 16 we were oh, like in okay, high okay. school i thought he was eight too um, no, we were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember, you know, we would be on the phone together all like every single night, all night. And of course, I liked him because we he let me in and I let him in. And he mm-hmm. had a girlfriend one time and I think they had broken up or something. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that song Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne uh-huh. had just come out. How does and- it go? Wait, I it goes into the story. Okay. Um, I go, hey, Brandon. I'm like, have you heard of that new Avril Lavigne song? Oh you know God. the one that's like, hey, hey, you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. No oh. way, no way. I think you need a new one. 
and then it's like, hey, hey, you, you, I could be your girlfriend. You should see my face right now. My mouth is wide open. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, oh, he's like, are you saying you want to be my girlfriend? And I was totally not really like saying that at all, but I guess it sounded like that, but it maybe like subconsciously I like wanted him to pick up on that. Yes, so, that's exactly what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I go, <laughs> I was like, what? I, no, I was just saying like, it's just a funny song. Like, isn't that so crazy? He's like, yeah, because, you know, I just really love our friendship. Like, you know, everything about me and uh. I, I trust you with everything. And Maya, I love you so much. And he's like, do you know if your friend Ashley is single? Ew! <laughs> Story of my life. My eyeballs just rolled to the back of my head and they're shaking around like maracas. I hate that. Oh my God. But you know what? Like he has kids now and he's engaged. And Well, shout out to the kids. Whatever. Shout Welcome. out. Welcome like, to I, Earth. I, he looks like he's such a great dad. Oh, he's great. still super smiley. Like I'm so happy for him. <laughs> I cry. I know. I saw William Moran. <laughs> I was like, oh, I saw the video of like, you training your little beautiful daughter, like how to ride a bike. That's so sweet. And I was like, was that recently? He's like, that was like two years ago. I was like, oh, I think I just gave away how deep I fucking was creeping on his social media. I was like, yeah, Ugh. I'm I, I don't think it would be appropriate for me to like reach out at all because it I don't we were like really, really good friends. What did you look like at the time? I was cute. I, I was cute. I like uh, I don't re- really were remember. You, were you dressing I sh- like Avril? <laughs> no, I would straighten my hair all the time. Mm-hmm obviously skinny jeans you know i look cute i was just i think i was like a little nerdy teenager i think my teeth were a little yellow back then (laughs) is it hard for you to understand english when people speak fast i'm connor from the listening time podcast and my goal is to help you understand english better That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. That's the thing with me is that I find, which I cannot stand as part of this thing of like unrequited love and this like journey to get the guy that I want, is that I find that looks plays a huge role in it. And I get so annoyed because I realize that when I tweak one little thing, the guy that didn't want me before suddenly is like, oh my God. Like for me, it was cutting my hair. Like that was really hard for me because I had, I had big, beautiful curly hair and I was like, Oh, I really like so-and-so. I really like somebody. And the minute that I cut my hair, it was like all these guys were about Because me. it's like everyone sees you curly as like so beautiful, like no matter if your hair is big or short or whatever. But like, you know, I hated that when people were starting to finally notice you, like all that shit. I know. It's and just, it's, it's still happening. Like it still happens all the time. It's look. A no, good haircut. I don't get it. A good haircut goes a long it. way. I get it. Like I get a it, good, yeah. <laughs> like l- some lashes, a good eyebrow yeah, goes a long way. A beard. But it's you, Curly. I know, but like, look, like it's true. Like you'll look at somebody and be like, eh, he's not so cute. And then you see him a month later and he grows a beard and you're like, hold up. <laughs> okay. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. get it. And I get, I think that for me, I just get kind of annoyed because it is it's kind of traumatic, right? Like it's traumatic where you're like, Ugh, I have to play this fucking game when it comes to love because you can't just outwardly be like, hey, I like you because people get kind of scared Wait, of so that. So then how do you deal with it? Like, are you the person who does that? Or are you the person who's just like, I guess I will suffer in silence and write love poems? No, I mean, look, I'm a Virgo double Scorpio. So when I like, we talked about how I flirt. I'm a big flirt already. And I think that with me, um, I don't suffer in silence. I'm very much like, I like you, but I do also play the fucking game because I live in LA. I'm from LA. What about you? Um, I was not expecting you to throw that at me. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, half and half. Sometimes I will. I truly believe this is because I am a child of the Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, oh, all so of those things love. where I will... I will declare my love. I've written so many love songs about these guys. So you're and kind of grand with your love. I know they can feel my love and they get addicted to it, but they don't want to fully commit because I don't know, maybe I'm just not the perfect image in their head or whatever, but I am definitely the one who will declare that. I remember like a week after I broke up with uh, or mutually broke up with uh that Virgo guy. Mm-hmm. Which Virgo guy? Um, There's like seven of them. 
there's like three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kermit. Kermit, Kermit, the, Kermit the Frog. Um, I love you at the mouth, and I'm like, oh, you mean Kermit? Kermit. Oh my god. Yeah, the, the oh, guy who sounded like Kermit the Frog. If you're listening, yes. that's a compliment. Yeah. Um, Kermit is an icon and an amphibian, which means he is he can do it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now that we're talking about him, I will do what he said. Uh, I will do his voice. Go. Um, so we broke up. It was like a week after something, and I was regretting it. And uh, we were texting and talking because mm-hmm. he wanted to be friends. And even though like something inside me was like, girl, you can't do this. And I was like, yes, I can. I'm mature. And uh, I texted him like, I miss you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I can't do the voice now. Do I'm it, so shy. Um, Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> I miss you too. <laughs> I miss our late night talks. Maybe Hell. we can hang out later. <laughs> But none of it was like, I was like, I miss you as in I want you back. I mean, that already made my pussy turn into a raisin. I don't know (laughs) why. (laughs) And yeah, it just it just wasn't returned. Like, oh, man. Do you think that part of the appeal when it comes to these people is the fact that they don't want us? Because that's what I'm like, look, I'm in therapy because I'm like, why do I always want someone? Why do I keep falling into this unrequited cycle? Yeah, it's like, cycle? It's, for me, it is about changing the narrative that happened to me once, like in the past where they didn't want me. And so it feels like I'm constantly trying to change that into an outcome that I want, which mm-hmm. is I'm going to make them want me. And yes. do I really, like, did I really love Kermit the Frog? It wasn't very solid because I think I was just like, what? You don't like me? Like, but I am giving you everything. I don't get it. Like, that's kind of wrong. It's kind of messed Mm -hmm. up. Um, So I think it is the appeal of like wanting to, you know, I love challenge. I'm an Aries, Uh sun, moon and Venus, baby. So I feel like they kind of cancel each other out, though, because I'm not as crazy or wild. Yeah, I kind of learned in therapy that it has to do a little bit with like power. When you get them, when you get somebody that wants you, it's like this power. And then when you get to turn away and be like, nope, you didn't want me. That's like even more power. But is that really love? Well, that's Is the that thing. being genuine? It's that, not. It's not. But like, and and it's not always the situation. For example, one of my relationships that happened to us where I liked them so much and I wanted to be with them. And I transformed because I wanted to. I'm always transforming anyways. I am always literally was texting my friend last night being like, I want to get a tongue piercing. And it was like <laughs> 1145 at night. I'm always like thinking about how I, I just like, get bored um, really easily. So I, but I transformed because I wanted him to notice me. And when he did, it was really traumatic for us in like our relationship because I couldn't get over that. He didn't see my heart in the beginning. It took a haircut and like literally me changing my glasses and my style for him to see that see and that so would it piss was really, me off it hurt oh my god i would be like you know what no you can't have this version if you didn't appreciate that version before like what makes you think you deserve this like 2.0 version like fuck all the way off yeah and I mean, that's the thing too right because i think that when it comes to unrequited love that's you want to get there you want to win them over but i guess my point in bringing that up is that once you do get to the other side of that and you do win them over it's not always the grass is greener you suddenly mm. deal with being in this other space of like huh how did we get here you know so how do you overcome when somebody doesn't love you back or want you back it was you know okay can i tell you too like I, there was another individual who 
I had to really decide if it was worth losing them in my life because they couldn't be in it the way that I wanted them to be oh. in it. And so I had to have a real conversation with myself to be like, you know what? Like this emotion that I feel is actually so grand that I don't care mm. if we're not going to be that. I would just much rather be in each other's lives. You know um, what it is? You know what it reminds me of? Have you heard of a little book called Twilight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds like Jacob and Bella's relationship in, in well, actually an eclipse because Bella like doesn't feel that warm and fuzzy feelings for Jacob like romantic but she would rather she just wants him in her life but Jacob has that unrequited love so I think you're both I think you maybe you're just more of Jacob honestly <laughs> I've been listening I've been listening to the books on I, I Audible I'm so Whatever <laughs> You don't freaking know me I like that I wish you could see my face I, I don't want to see your I face I was like What? What? happening you were like jacob and <laughs> jacob and bella. and bella and but you know what i've been listening jacob. to eclipse and jacob i'm not team jacob anymore because what he so he, you're not my team <laughs> he, oh my he forced himself onto bella ah, well that's the thing like you don't want to force yourself onto anybody right like i don't want to be jacob i'm not trying to force myself on anyone you have to get to that space too where you're like look i like you this is how i feel this is where i'm at um, but you don't also like, cause that's also a fine line, right? You don't want to be when someone says no, mm. like, and someone is also like, look, I don't like you. I don't see you like that. That's kind you of, you have a, to believe them. You have to believe them yep. and you have to back up. Like, don't be creepy. Like I was yep. to William in the third grade. I kept writing him letters every week. I was like sending him Madonna lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like that where I used to, you know, be like, but what do you mean? What about now? What about now? And they're like, it's still no. It's still no. I'm oh like, God, okay. Yeah. So I have learned that I have to just cut it off completely. Otherwise, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna try. And I cannot mm. have them as friends because I don't want them as friends. Like I'm not gonna settle for just a friendship yeah. when I wanna freaking kiss your face. Yeah, like it's all about I'm not boundaries. gonna do that. Like it's all about your own boundary. I'm not gonna do that. So that's how I overcome it. <laughs> I'm just like, I think I have that conversation where this is how I feel for you. And it's mm -hmm. obvious you don't feel the same way. And I cannot be your friend. I can't. Like, I just can't. And because I, I've felt it from the other side. Like, I've had a couple of people who have, like, wanted to be with me, but I didn't want to be with them. And when they kept coming back over and over again, it pissed me off because <laughs> it was disrespectful. Have you ever had, though, like where you meet somebody and you're like, I actually really like you. I like you back. But I think that I might hurt you because of the how much you like me. Like there's a guy in my life that I'm like, I kind of do have a crush on you back. And I know he has a crush on me, but I'm also like, who? I don't think you actually know about this one. I haven't really talked about him at all. He's very sweet and he's cool, but I'm like, I think I would hurt him. And so I'm like, look, I, it's not worth ruining our friendship. It's not even worth going down that road because um, I think that I would hurt you. Oh, but can I say one thing that has been kind of really crazy? Say it. Don't um, spray it. I don't it. know where the stores are. Can you hear that my mouth is really watering? <laughs> no. Oh, yes, it is. Um, 
I don't know what's in the stars right now, but like uh, one, two, three, like four people from my past have come back into my life and have been like, all of a the sudden they're like, oh, I want to hit it. And I'm like, <gasps> and was, <laughs> were they all, were they all like an unrequited love situation? Yeah, actually. They oh. were all guys that like, I was like, I think we would be good together or like, I have a crush on you. Do you know what happens at the end of the Twilight Saga? What happens? Jacob ends up uh, kind of falling in love with Bella's daughter. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I hate Jacob's character. But he imprinted on her. No, that's just, what does Which that mean? means he has to protect her. That it's like when they imprint on somebody, it means like they will be whatever she needs. A brother, a friend, a protector, a lover. And they they pretty much stop aging until they get the same age as um, as the the baby will get the same age as uh, Jacob. That is so disgusting. Yeah, it's a little I weird, hate huh? This. <laughs> uh, I mean, talk about unrequited love. Talk about uh, <laughs> <laughs> he gets what he wants in the end. Uh, he gets the that daughter. Is so gross. <laughs> I hate it here. The other thing that I wanted to say is that my hope and my dream, to be honest, is to meet somebody where we both like each other in the same capacity at the oh, same time in the same way and just be like no games bro like oh, i don't no. want to seduce you i like you and i don't want you to seduce me you like me like can we hang that just gives me such a like a pain in my heart because i'm like i know like th- it it sucks sometimes like i'm feeling very like it's a cloudy day just listen to folklore by taylor swift do you find that now as like an adult that you still have to deal with unrequited love um, I think I'm quicker to suss out when it starts becoming that. I think I've almost gone too opposite where I'm just like, mm, it probably won't work out. Okay, bye. And then I just don't try. Uh-huh. Um, I just, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think I'm, I'm a little afraid of that again, mm-hmm. but I have like gotten better at like dealing with it or sussing out before because honestly, unrequited love, like you can sense it. From the beginning, I think you can pick up on some red flags, some pink flags, Mm. and you're just kind of ignoring them, thinking that it'll turn into something more. So honestly, sometimes it does. Like sometimes it does. And then it's like you deal with it from there. So it's kind of weird. It kind of sucks. I feel like it's your own boundaries and whatever you're willing to deal with, whether you want to stay to the end of the credits to see if there's an extra scene or not. My heart. I'm feeling so mushy gushy right now. I want everyone to find some. Uh oh. <laughs> Who is this? You? Joyce is calling me right now. Oh my God. No. Good timing, though. Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time Podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. 
It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the astrology portion of this podcast. Curly, which sign has rejected you the most? Drum roll, please. Honestly, my kryptonite. Again, the fire signs. It's the fire signs. We William Moran was a Leo. He's still oh, a Leo. He's well, the same birthday as my grandma. I don't. Okay. <laughs> For me, it's obviously like earth signs um, and air signs and fire signs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know all what? the signs. Here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing I want to tell you. Like, don't let earth signs fucking play with you. Earth signs, it's like, it is not it is not that serious with the earth signs. They're so, they're grounded. They're a little bit more solid. Like, they know what's up. Just, like, ask them and be like, keep it real. Where do you see this? And then move on. Which one do you reject the most? I find that I reject a lot of water signs. Oh. Um, but it's because water signs require a lot of, we're going to have to do the work together. Fire signs feel like a flame in the wind where you're just and you're and I feel like a flame in the wind a lot of times where I'm like, you know, um, and air signs. I'm like, air signs, I kind of don't know what to make of because I'm like, do you like me or not? Yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> that's been my experience. I, I mostly like I get rejected by yeah, Earth, pretty much all the all the signs. And then also, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not being I'm not like joking about that either um name it 
they reject me. Laugh at my pain. Laugh at my pain. They rejected me. I reject a lot of, I would say, like, yeah, water signs too. Pisces. Sorry, Pisces. But look, but honestly, once you get a good Pisces, they're fucking bomb. Like, Pisces are the shit. It's just like, you got to find that Pisces who has like a little bit of the sharp edge. Because a mm-hmm. Pisces who has a little bit of edge, you're like, well, in conclusion, Maya, how do you feel about unrequited love? <laughs> how do I feel? I mean, it sucks uh, if you can avoid it. Amazing. Just don't love or date or get out of your house. Just stay inside and, <laughs> you know, throw your phone away. Don't turn on any TVs. Throw those out, too, in your computer and uh, read a book. How are you uh, going to get to not your a, Not a book that has a romantic storyline. Oh, especially not one about, about Jacob who's going like, to date the daughter. Read the dictionary, but cut cut out all the romantic words. That's how I, that's how, that's my advice. Um, my whole thing is, look, you are not alone in this thing of unrequited love. Everybody has dealt with it. Um, it doesn't inform how beautiful you are. It doesn't inform how great of a person you are. It doesn't make you any less because somebody doesn't want you. It doesn't like you for where you're at in the moment. I think that it has more to do with frequency at the time of where people are at in their life in that moment than it has to do with a shortage on your end. Yeah. Look at you coming in clutch with the the end of the day. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that at the end of the day, when people tell you who they are, believe them. Believe them. Mm -hmm. And listen to the red flags. Or I guess you can't listen to them. Yes. And you know what Uh, I always say? Which, you know, take this as a mantra uh, with you. Like, I'm only going to get better. I'm only going to get hotter. I'm only going to get more successful. I'm only going to get smarter. So, Take me now. I'm take like, me now. I don't know about smarter. I think I'm the smartest I can ever be right now. <laughs> what did you say yesterday when you were like, you were like, what can't you do? You were like, math. <laughs> I can't do math. I have a language processing issue disorder called dyslexia. You're like, uh, pay attention. <laughs> attention. Um, add addition. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode. Please hit us up on social media to request any other episodes that you want us to talk about, any topics. We're all ears. Curly, how can they find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the Curly B Show at V for Velasquez. What about you, Maya? You can find me at Maya in the Moment, M A Y A in the Moment on all social media platforms. Goodbye. <laughs> Do you love us yet? <laughs> you love us now. Do you love us now. You love me now, huh? Right? Okay. Make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time Podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time Podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.